Welcome to No Player Connected, the only podcast where we go into your favorite video games and then don't play them. I'm your host, Professor Jam, and today I am joined by Lightning McQueen fanatic, competitive journaler, and plant dad, Caden Cactus. Hi. I love that description. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And if you can't tell from the whispering and miscellaneous uh, sci-fi noises in the background, uh, we are aboard the USG Ishimura because we're in Dead Space. Uh, The remake, to be precise. Caden, can you sum up this game for the folks at home that are not familiar? I can do my best. So, Dead Space. It's a a sci-fi third-person action horror game set in the future in space. You play as an engineer aboard the Ishimura, like you said. You're there to do uh, a simple repair, but oh no, something goes horribly wrong, and there are (laughs) monsters. You have to save your girlfriend and your friends. It's a great time. It's very scary and very fun. Nice. I I like how succinct that was. Is... Is she your girlfriend or your fiance in this? I, I believe she's just your girlfriend. Okay, because yeah, I've I've had people ask me, and I've been like, Ugh. I don't know how serious things are between Nicole and Isaac. I don't know the deep lore of their relationship. Sorry, it's only like a major focus of the. Game. <laughs> it's only like his entire emotional crux of his story. No big deal. It only lasts like two games. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh, and, and and to be even specificer about where we're at, I mean, you can probably tell from my game audio that uh, something about babies. We're in the bioprosthetics lab or bioprosthesis. We're where they grow people and then chop their limbs off and then attach them to living people. I was just gonna call it the baby room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Colloquially, it's the baby room. Uh, we were originally going to be in the whisper bathroom, but you said you weren't getting a ton of whispers. Yeah, uh, yeah. When we talk about criticisms, I'm gonna be talking about the bathroom for sure. <laughs> Not enough whispers in this bathroom. <laughs> I like. I got hit with immediate whispers in this room, so I I love the atmosphere. I love the vibes. I'm always creeped out by the idea of they just kind of hand wave it away, but they are just straight up growing people on this ship and yeah. they never they never talk about like are they like sentient if we took these people out of their little jars would they be people people or would they be like do they have functioning brains i don't anyway i love the baby room the baby room rocks we love the baby room i was surprised i'd forgotten that there are just full-grown adults also in here not just babies it's clever marketing because it's one of the few acceptable ways you can turn babies into a antagonistic force in a video game and yes. still have it be serious. And I feel morally justified in shooting all the little aliens. <laughs> all right. Oh, the little aliens I look. Yeah. Not the babies. Yeah. Also clever marketing uh, right there. They're aliens. They're aliens. So I'm just going to I'm going to dive right into the hardball stuff. Kate. Oh, boy. OK. Oh, yeah. So I heard you say in one of your streams that the Dead Space remake was not necessary. You're calling me out. Yeah, what did you mean by that? So I played the original Dead Space for the very first time in 2021. Yeah, right after it came out. Yep, (laughs) yeah, I was right on board there. And 
I was shocked by how much I thought it held up, like, so well. Obviously, the graphics are not up to snuff in terms of 2021 or 2023 for these first-person shooter, like, AAA endeavors, but they hide that really well. Like, all of the atmosphere is so good that you kind of forget, or at least I did, that it looks like a game from 2008. It draws you in so well. I, I just think it's like almost a perfect game already. So I was really surprised to hear then that they were remaking it. But the remake is very good, so I can't complain. It wasn't like the original was like, oh, the if only the technology of the time could deliver on their vision. I feel like they delivered pretty well. Yeah, I think they knocked it out for sure, for sure. And you can see that in the remake too, like how much stuff has been lovingly, carefully translated into the remake from the original. It's like most of it is there. Yeah, I I think that's a testament to the original that most of it is just building on the original and not like completely revamping it. I think the the most major change would be what the zero G controls were. Okay. Maybe I'm going to put a target on myself here, but I thought the zero G controls in the original kind of ass. Yeah. And Hmm. and I much prefer, it's way easier to be a, a zero G baller in this game. Yeah. Quite literally. I got the high score in zero G basketball. Yeah, I don't I remember it. what my uh, what my score was, but I'm sure it was maybe double digits. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to toot my own horn or anything. Damn. Yeah, but other than that, like, God, they just built on a a blueprint that was already there, and this and Dead Space Two, like graphically, I think they hold up very well. It's very good. I was very impressed. All right, so so good that Caden did not want the remake ever made. Well, I <laughs> yeah, I went on their Twitter. I yelled at them. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? You're stomping all over the legacy of Dead Space. They'd probably be okay with stomping. It's very in line with Dead Space. They'd like that for sure. I kind of touched on it already, but what do you think is the the best improvement for for the remake? I was going to say the exact same thing as the zero-G gravity sections. Mm, zero-G gravity? Hmm, interesting. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. If I had to be slightly more specific, the part with the asteroids I thought was great. Ooh, the, I dread the asteroid portion of the original every yes. time. It's awful. Where you have to sprint in between these little pieces of cover outside with no air, and you have this very small time window. And it's not really even like a zero gravity type of thing. You're just like running in between volleys of asteroids. Yeah, I was even thinking of like that and then the little turret mini game. Oh, yeah, and it is like a mini game too. It's so silly. Yeah, it. Like, this very immersive, like, no menu, you're always walking around, and, you know, you, you have to point your gun at everything, and and then they're like, yeah, sit down in this arcade machine and shoot asteroids <laughs> for, nah, I don't know, two minutes. Yeah, it feels like a long time, and it's not fun. It's super <laughs> clunky, especially compared to, like, the, the gunplay of the original, I think, is very solid, and then you get on that turret, and it's, like, slow... It lags. It doesn't feel good to shoot. Yeah. I'm very glad they got rid of that. But couldn't I take the uh, the route of, ah, but you see, Caden, the clunky controls add to the tension. That is why <sighs> we need to have the clunk. 
Uh, and you know what's sad too is I sometimes do make the argument for like Isaac's movement in the original, but I draw the line at the turret because I just hate it. <laughs> I just okay. don't like it. See, I hear those arguments for like the old Resident Evil games, which I have I I haven't even played. Fake fan, and I don't oh. think I I don't think I could play them with like the tank controls and the fix uh, the fixed camera angles maybe, but like. I've played some games with, like, painfully awkward controls, and at no point during my frustration am I like, oh, thank God I'm pissed and frustrated right now. <laughs> like, this is real. This is immersive piss, immersive frustration I'm feeling. Very good. But you you mentioned your argument for um, how it works for Isaac's movement in the original, and I think I agree with you, but I want to I hear your opinion first before I attack. Oh, okay, good. Give me a chance to set up my defense here. <laughs> Very good. I think, I don't know, with Isaac, he's not a soldier. Like, that's the marketing thing. I was just looking at the Steam page for the OG game, and the description is like, you are not a soldier, but you have to survive. Like, he's just this little man in his big old really heavy metal suit, stomping around and skulking around, trying to survive. Like, he doesn't really know what he's doing. And I think it works better than, say, like, tank controls, where that is, like, so divorced from how you would even move to begin with. Speak like, with Isaac, himself. he's just, like, yeah, you, well, you turn I, right to go left. Life. Yeah, that's my you're, life. You're living in cars, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but with Isaac, like, you're still moving like a human would move. He's just slow and clunky. He's wearing a lot of metal ribs on his big pajamas. I want to say like 80% of the weight from his suit is like, it's got to be in the boots. The way he stomps around is so loud. (laughs) The stompers. They heavy. Okay, attack me now. I'm ready. Oh, oh no. I was actually going to agree with you wholeheartedly. Oh, Um, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's it's called a feint. uh, Oh, shit. I think I'm going to attack. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think... At least in the original, he's an awkward engineer who... I think that they are still very generous with the fact that he can pick up any piece of, like, engineering or military equipment and just know how to operate it. Yeah. But the controls are very claustrophobic. If something gets all up on you, it's on you. You're not getting out of there, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, and you're you're not Gears of War... Uh, refrigerator man <laughs> oh my name's call of duty and then you chainsaw him in half yeah they jump on you they stab the shit out of you yeah I, I think one makes you feel a little bit more vulnerable than two and the remake yes he's so much faster in two yeah must have been doing uh, what the fuck i'm really showing my ass here with not knowing the term <laughs> Uh, doing cardio and doing squats <laughs> while he's in that asylum. He's getting he jacked. Squats. Yeah. Well, it was more it was more cardio. <laughs> I, I had, but it would sound weird if I was like, yeah, Isaac's been doing squats in the asylum. That's why he goes so fast. Hell yeah. I think in this, in the remake, he's definitely obviously faster than the yeah. OG, but I don't think he's as fast as he is in two. I think they keep a little bit of the clunk, just a taste. Yeah, yeah, I I think you're right. Two, he's definitely zipping around more. They preserve the clunk. <laughs> they they must retain the clunk. It's an essential <laughs> part of the game. Without the clunk, we lose the soul. All right, for actual attacking, do you think there were any downgrades, though? 
I do. And none of them are massive. Like, it's not a big deal. It's kind of nitpicky at the end of the day because I think overall the game is, like, fantastic. But if I had to say something, I didn't love all of the performances of the characters. Yeah. Do tell. I'm gonna, and I feel bad, but I'm gonna call out my boy Hammond. Ooh, I am inclined to agree, but again, yeah. I'll, I'll let you have the floor first on that one. I, I remember him very strongly in the original, like he had a really commanding presence. And he had more to do because a lot of the game he's telling you what to do, since in the original Isaac doesn't speak, like for himself. Yeah. But I just remember, especially in the early parts of the game, when he would get in these fights with Kendra and they're bickering, he would, like, raise his voice. He's shouting. He's screaming. Like, he's mad. And he lets that out. And then in this one, he's, like, very calm. He seems very subdued, which you could interpret as, like, he's a professional. Like, he's a head of security guy. He's not supposed to freak out and fly into a rage. But it just comes across, I just, I think, a little dispassionate. I was going to say detached from the situation. He he does have, like, actual hallucinations in this one, which I think they tried to, add, like, make it a little bit more interesting. I don't know if it quite landed. Yeah. Because they have him and Kendra both hallucinate. I think Kendra hallucinated in the original, but... Yes, she did. I think that you're right. He had a more commanding presence in the original, and I, I think they tried too hard to have him be concerned for um, what's the what's the guy that he's always seeing? And Chen. The, yeah, Chen. Oh, I think I saw Chen. Chen, and like I'm sorry, Chen and Chen lovers out there. I didn't give a shit about Chen. Oh, after after yeah, after he got impaled in the opening, I was like, all right, and they tried to make Hammond and Chen a thing. And maybe if, like, we had some basis for that, I would have cared more, but... You didn't yeah. buy it. Yeah. Well, I... They make him seem to really care about Chen. Yeah. It's just, I don't care, and I did kind of miss the old Hammond that would be like, here's what we're doing, we're gonna get the job done, I'm gonna bark orders at you. Yeah, and I, th- I wish they would have kept that. Like, you can have it both ways. Yeah, You know, you can have him be angry and frustrated and snap at people and try to take charge of the situation and then also, like, care about his crew. Like, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah, and do you think they make it a little bit more obvious that Kendra's going to... Spoiler alert for oh. anybody listening to this episode. Uh, stop now if you're if you love Kendra. But do you think they make it a little too obvious in this one that she's... A sus among us that she's going to <laughs> betray you? Oh, I don't know. I was trying to think about this, but it's hard for me to think about it as if I were playing it without knowing the twist already. That's fair. I, I did notice some things um, with her where her and Isaac, I think, actually have a much friendlier relationship yes. in this one. So I think they were trying to kind of bury the lead there and be like oh they're friends like they actually get along clearly they've been working together for some time and he trusts her (sighs) is she extra sus in this i'm you know what i'm gonna say she's not okay she also she doesn't go so hard on the hammond like fake paranoia as she does in the original 
where like every 20 minutes she's like where is Hammond what is he doing he's probably betraying us right now you know well see that's what I wanted to get into is that that's like non-existent in this and that in the original it's like yeah who's who's on my side but yeah, if you interpret it like that in the original, yeah, she. <laughs> I think you put it really well. She goes pretty hard, and then, <laughs> oh, Hammond said to go left, but I think the right hallway is correct. Hammond's trying to kill us, and <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I wonder who's out to betray me here—the guy who is earnestly trying to provide me directions, or the lady that keeps telling me I'm being betrayed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's an argument to be made there, though, like, that, as kind of silly as it is, maybe it is a little bit stronger characterization, as opposed to in this, where, like, everyone's just kind of nice, like, the whole time. Everyone's kind of muted, I feel. Yeah, except for Isaac. He, we'll talk about him later, but he's incredible in this, I think. I wanted to ask, and there's a reoccurring theme, I know the episode isn't out yet, but I forgot a bunch of stuff in... Uh, the Bioshock episode. Is Elizabeth Cross as big of a figure in the original? I, no. I feel like I feel like her and Temple are like mentioned a few times. You see that Mercer messed them up, but in this, like, she makes it to the end, basically. Yeah. And I was shocked. That was like the twist that I didn't see was that it was gonna be her instead of, you know, Nicole just being like an illusion. It was actually like a real person and it was dr cross the whole time like that was very surprising to me and it was cool but then it also became a little silly when i thought back on it because like her and isaac work together um when they're in like the agriculture section to fight the leviathan right and then she's like okay i'm gonna go figure my whatever i'm doing out and isaac's like okay see you later and then she's like never mentioned again (laughs) and and it's weird because Isaac is characterized in this as, like, such a caring person who doesn't want to lose anyone. Like, even if they betray him, he's still upset and doesn't want them to die. But then he just, like, forgets about Dr. Cross and never mentions her and just leaves the Ishimura without a second thought. Yeah, like, was she in the... I forget the name of the ship, but the the escape ship that they take to go down to the planet. Was she in there when Kendra just shoots the shit out of Kine? And yeah, she, was just she fine must with have it. Been. <laughs> like, oh damn! I well, wonder what those oh, gunshots are. I guess if she is being shown to Isaac as Nicole, then she's not on that ship because right after Kendra shoots Kine and Kendra leaves, then you oh. get a video call from Nicole and she's like, "Meet me in the control room." It's really weird when you think about like who's who's really there, who's a hallucination. I guess you're right. Well, would that mean that it's actually her? entering the hacker codes or whatever the shit to open up the door you know where you're supposed to protect nicole oh yeah like is that her then because i know in the original there was this big debate about who is actually entering that stuff or is isaac hallucinating it and then why would that make any sense because he can't hallucinate a door to open. <laughs> I mean, he could. Uh, he's really powerful with the mother <laughs> as we powerful. find out later on in the series. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I have some I have some thoughts about the actual plot of Dead Space 2, but that'll have to be for another episode. Yeah, it's interesting. And she's seeing you as Jacob Temple yes. the whole time also. 
I think it's interesting. Uh, speaking of temple, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but I had a I had a bug where he did not spawn in to his cutscene where <laughs> Mercer kills him. Oh no! So I had Mercer talking to nobody, and then stasising nobody, and then shooting nobody, and blood just splattered onto the. Onto the glass in front of as Isaac goes, no, like no one else has to die. <laughs> no. And you're like, what do you mean, no one else has died? I don't <laughs> yeah, well, 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 Mer- damn you, Mercer, you're spilling ketchup all over the window. But <laughs> he's really lost it now. <laughs> he's a he's a freak. Science has gone too far. <laughs> but uh, did you run into any either funny glitches or debilitating ones as you played through this because i i had my fair share but i know my machine's getting a little old now yeah you like ran the gauntlet of terrible bugs (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i had anything definitely not anything game breaking i just had one i had a goofy little one it was kind of cute it didn't really affect anything. <laughs> what a cute one. It was cute. You know when you go up in the in the quarters and you see all the cultists who have like um, shot themselves with like the bags on their head and they're all right. over the floor. Did they all spawn in at once or something? No, they were just there like normal and I'm like, okay, so a bird's gonna fly into the room and like turn them into necromorphs. I don't know what those things are called, but I call them birds. <laughs> you you really can you really confused me there for a second. Like, <laughs> you know, what the fuck those... are you talking about? <laughs> Imagine a bird, but it's a monster also. Yeah. One of those. Yeah, like a pterodactyl mixed with a syringe. <laughs> yeah, that's a great description. And uh, I was like, okay, well, obviously one of those is going to fly in at some point and try to turn all these bodies into necromorphs, so I'm just going to stomp the bodies now because why not so i did that and then later on sure enough here comes the bird and instead of like attacking me after it realized it had nothing to do because it couldn't turn any of the destroyed bodies it just kind of like sat next to them kind of sad and just like sniffing around (laughs) it just sat there and i went right up to it i'm like hey like sorry bud it just kind of made little gurgly noises and sat on the floor oh it was really it was cute that is super cute yeah, so I I stomped it in the end because no, I, oh, no. I mean they forced my hand. They had a quarantine. I, I had to. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you if you literally can't progress, I guess. Yeah, but I luckily I didn't have anything that caused me to create one million save files out of fear. Okay. Yeah. For for those that are not familiar. I got to a part in the game shortly after you run into Mercer where there's a battery you have to pop into a door to get through and progress, and it just didn't spawn for me. So I had to replay about, and I'm not very fast at gaming, so I had to replay about, I'd say, three or four hours of Dead Space to oh, get back to that Oh, it was that point. much? Yes, yeah. I think oh. it's like chapter five or six. So, oh. yeah, I had, to, I had to go a fair... It was after you meet the hunter, like the regenerating guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. that's rough. So word word to to the wise and to people who don't have like super up to date computers, just have a lot of backup saves because if your computer's a bit older, it'll sometimes it won't load in doors either, or the doors will just get stuck loading. So also very funny having Isaac stare into the void through an <laughs> empty doorway and it's just a a plane of black. 
No, you don't get it. It's it's truly immersive. It represents what he's seeing when he's under the influence of the marker. Oh, just, oh it's God, a genius right. detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real real dead spacers will understand. Uh huh. Well, shoot. This this question doesn't work because Uh-oh. we're not in the bathroom anymore. But I guess there's a reason why we're not in the bathroom anymore. Um, yeah. Are the bathroom whispers as good as the original? No. Um, all right, I'll block off a, a 50 minute chunk of the episode here. Just go nuts. Yeah, we're about to go on a wild tangent <laughs> into the bathroom. I went there last night because we were supposed to <laughs> to meet there in the bathroom. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're meeting in the bathroom. <laughs> normal, normal. And I'm podcast. like, yeah, well, everyone loves the bathroom. Like, there's whenever you like Google Dead Space bathroom, which you would do for some reason. There's, like, these ancient forum posts where people are like, oh, does anyone else hear this whispering in the bathroom? Like, I'm really freaked out. Like, no, what's going on? No, it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a bug. <laughs> it's in your room. <laughs> I like the idea of one person just playing it completely straight. Yeah, it's you. Nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare. You're, your house is possessed. Your house is possessed. You're going to die. <laughs> But it's so creepy, like, it is very scary. Okay, I, I was just gonna say, you said that when you first played through, you... Did you sit there and... Did you say you wrote things down that you could yeah. hear the whispers saying? Very normal thing to do, by the way. I, I okay. write down the whispers I hear in the bathroom. <laughs> I just... I had to make sure... I had to show someone the whispers and ask if it was just me, <laughs> if I was haunted. <laughs> I had to write them all down. But it's cool. They're, like, talking about, um, I don't remember now, but it was, like, specifically about this one woman and, like, what she was up to, like, on the ship. And it's it doesn't give you, like, the full story or anything, but it's just, like, this weird little bit of information you get about someone who, I guess, had spent some time in the bathroom. I don't know why. So it's, like, a you can follow, like, coherent themes or sentences at least yeah in this. there's full sentences there's names like recurring names really mm-hmm. i'd wow. have to go back and look at my notes <laughs> yeah my, my bathroom whisper journal but yeah it was interesting i i thought it was really cool and it's uh there's like no music in there not a ton of other sound effects like it's just a moment of like calm but undercut by the creepy whispers and it's just so different from everything you've been going through in the game up to that point that is just like a really neat little moment or a neat hour if you choose to spend an hour in there like <laughs> I did. And I really like it. And in this game, it's just not there. And I'm sad. Maybe maybe it's a glitch. Maybe it's a glitch. It, yeah, it's a game-breaking bug. Yeah, can I change my answer for that other question? <laughs> <Game-breaking>. <laughs> the whisper bug. There's no whispers in the bathroom. This is unplayable. I even checked two different bathrooms just to make sure like... Really? Yeah, I went all out. I'm really dedicated to this bathroom whisper thing. See, I'm getting a lot of babies laughing, and I'm getting a lot of whispers in this room, so... Yeah, I hear some whispers. I can't tell what they're saying. Same. And I hear the babies. I don't know if it adds to the mystery and, like, the atmosphere if it were, like, actual normal speaking now. Now that, like, I've heard you say that. Like, if these whispers have a story to tell. Because... If they're just talking about like, don't eat that sandwich. I dumped it. In, I, I dropped it in the baby vat. Like, like that'd be kind of goofy. But you know, if it's like, I can never leave even after I'm dead. Like that's creepy. But yeah, 
Yeah, if it's normal people, but whisperified, then I don't know. I don't know. The baby sandwich in the vat is also creepy to me. <laughs> yeah, that can't be. That can't be sanitary. If no. you accidentally dropped your sandwich in the baby vat, no way. Someone's gonna get like a sandwich DNA into their replacement limb. <laughs> oh, dude, that DLC's <laughs> gonna rule. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, sandwich baby. Oh no! Bre- breaks out of its vat when the Ishimura pulls into Titan Station. No. The final boss is the Clogger from <laughs> Dead Space Two. <laughs> Yeah, whisper bathrooms. I'm I'm not over it. I demand a patch. He's got demands. Man's mm-hmm. got the demands. Uh, speaking of your demands, you said you wanted to talk about Isaac, and oh. <laughs> I feel like normally I'm I'm catching you off guard here, but I really don't know what you're about to go off about Isaac. Oh, I I just I love Isaac. I think he's such an interesting character. I have I could talk about him for like an hour. I mean. Well, I won't, but I could. You could. Um, the way you were talking before, though, because we were talking about, um, what was it, differences with the characters and stuff? Yes. Uh, were, were there some things that were good? Were there some things that rubbed you the wrong way about Isaac specifically? Or any of the other characters, but I, I know we're talking about the main boy right now. Yes. The man of the hour, Isaac Clark. He, He's very different in this than in the original obviously because he talks he has a whole personality and i think it's really great i think it is definitely more consistent with than dead space 2 whereas when you play the original where he says nothing at all and barely reacts to anything um except for like screaming obviously and then you play the second one and within like the first 10 minutes he's like swearing he's shouting like he's experiencing the full range of human emotions like vocally and it can be like really jarring he's got little one-liners yeah isaac Isaac, where are you train got rescheduled (laughs) if you know what i'm saying yeah where the fuck is this coming from who is this guy what'd they do to him (laughs) in that year (laughs) i thought it was three years oh is it three i think it's yeah it's very fucked up yeah i trust you on this one because you know more about the second game i just think in the original he feels very different because you are able to project yourself onto him a lot more easily since he doesn't really have a personality unless you read his little journal entries which i love a good journal but i didn't read those oh, like thank I god was busy. i did i didn't either <laughs> i was really worried you were gonna be like and i lovingly read <laughs> no. every morsel no and we got things to do and yeah. it's not like it pauses for you to look at your notes you know like i'm busy i'm stomping i think in the original i just felt differently about him and he just seems like a totally different character like in my mind in the original versus in the remake which maybe makes me sound insane i don't know he just i felt i felt like super connected to him in the original just because you're able to project yourself like onto him more easily and because he doesn't have an outright personality you kind of feel maybe a little more like protective of him this this sounds unhinged no no this, sounds this is insane no this is interesting because i've 
I don't usually care one way or the other for the silent protagonist archetype or whatever right. you would call it. And so it's refreshing to hear how somebody... Do you find yourself doing that with other silent protagonists where you can project onto them more easily? Yes, but I I think what makes Isaac stand out is that even though you do... It's, it's like a 50-50 split of you projecting onto him, but also he's still like is a person and i think that comes down to like the intimacy of the over the shoulder camera paired with like all of his breathing and all of his like he still like has a voice when he like is shouting and stomping and gasping for air like he still feels like he is his own person but also you at the same time how do i explain this it's like you're his guiding spirit or something you're right over his shoulder he's your little guy that you're supposed to take care of and you got to get him out of this mess even if he doesn't know you're there yeah i that's that's a way better way of putting it than whatever i just (laughs) well no i I liked when you talked about his breathing and you know it's kind of like we're the same person but not you know (laughs) yeah i i did feel very i felt protective of him um when i played the original like when he's suffocating in space i'm like oh no like my little guy like my little boy like i gotta get him some air my little my little zumbini my little zumbini <laughs> yeah. yeah and then uh in in the remake i still think he's he's fantastic and i really love what they did with his personality i love that he is so caring about everyone even though he's like a working man and he says a swear and yells at his equipment <laughs> and gets pissed like he still loves all his his friends and and his girlfriend obviously i think that's it's refreshing to see that even to this day like in a in a shooter yeah i i thought it was a nice little moment that even after everything that happened between him and kendra when she is moments away from all right spoiler alert for any kendra lovers out there (laughs) um when she's about to get turned into a smudge on the ground by the hive mind like she reaches out to isaac and he reaches back to her and he's like you know like i'll try to save you like yeah, I holy love shit she's she's awful and he's still yeah. trying to help her out like that's his maybe it's more of like a reflex for him but still i think that's telling yeah and he's seen like literally everyone else die uh, usually like right in front of him and so even if she did betray him like at least to still have someone he knows around and not have to see another person die and maybe they could work it out who knows i don't know i like that moment a lot too yeah it it rules somebody that i am really happy that they fleshed out more and gave more camera time can you guess who it is mercer yes i yes oh my god i love okay again this is alluding to an episode that isn't out yet but I love silly little evil guys that are he's like so evil. He's so fucked up and I love it. The I think my favorite audio log in this game is when he's about to jam like uh, a medical implement in some lady's head and kill her and he's like don't worry it's been sterilized. <laughs> and that like captures his character perfectly. Like he's doing everything for like these fucked up medical reasons but he's He's polite about it still. He follows his procedures. Yeah, and he's having a little fun, I think, too. He's having a a good time being evil, doing his evil science. I like his belief that, like, just one more body and we could probably get convergence. It's... (laughs) 
Probably Isaac Clark. We just need to just add that little, little cherry on top. <laughs> if only he knew about the the baby room and its multiple bodies just sitting here. I know, like, do these... Clearly they count because the babies get turned, but, I mean, come on. I guess baby's not enough. He's a big man like Isaac to get turned. Then we can get convergence. <laughs> We're so close. Just one more, you guys. Just one more. Please, can we just hit... 5 million subscribers, please. <laughs> oh, no. Now, I was going to say I think he's great. I love his little scene where he bursts into the room and stasises you and walks in circles around you just, like, telling you about his evil schemes. I love that. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> he's he's just, like, a classic villain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you my evil scheme now. <laughs> Goodbye. He literally freezes you in place so he can monologue. Like, he's doing the syndrome thing <laughs> he could have killed you right there too like, <laughs> what is he doing he even demonstrates i mean i didn't get to see temple die because yeah. <laughs> i can i can only use my imagination but yeah he clearly shows that he could do that to people yeah oh, he was still man. working out the kinks earlier on <laughs> oh, i forgot my i forgot my gun in my office <laughs> it's like a nail gun. Like, what is that thing? I want to say in the sequel, you get a gun that just shoots... The javelin gun, is it? Oh, yes. So, I don't know why a doctor would have such a tool, though. <laughs> um, Medical javelins? Range, yeah, long-range surgery. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's just punching holes in people. <laughs> what did you think about his death scene? Spoilers! For Mercer Lovers. Yeah, Mercer Lovers, beware. Do not venture beyond this point. I, unfortunately, I thought it was kind of like a throwaway. Like what, the a tentacle wraps around him and he goes, oh! Yeah, he literally says something like, it can't end like this. And I was like, yeah, he's right. Like, that's not the <laughs> yeah, end of him. He's, lit he's literally me. <laughs> like, he'll, he's going to be back. And then he just never was. Yeah, I did not think he was coming back after that. <laughs> I mean, he just gets a little hug from the tentacle. Like, not a big deal. He kind of just, like, slumps over. He's sleeping. Well, the... The necromorphs do leave him alone, which I think is interesting lore-wise, where they, the marker seems to be cool with some people so long as they're furthering its aims. Yeah. But at other times it kills indiscriminately, like yeah. with Mercer. Yeah, how much control does it have? I don't know. I, yeah, and... That's getting into Dead Space 2 territory. I know, I was just going to bring it up, oh, but I, I stopped myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh -oh. eagerly awaiting the Dead Space 2 episode. <laughs> I might have to replay it. It's been like a year, and so much happens in that game. A, a oh my god, I want to live on Titan Station. But <laughs> to this day, still like it, oh yeah, uh, I mean I mean it's gone. So. I don't know if you heard, but. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I got bad news. <laughs> ooh, ooh. In this economy yeah. on Titan Station? Yeah. I don't think well, so. I think rent would be very cheap there, given recent events. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would not even have to pay rent. I don't think anyone's going to show up to evict me. I don't think so. You'd probably be fine. You might have a bit of like a, like a bug problem, to put it mildly. 
<laughs> oh god. Ooh, I have a I have a constructive question, but I want to hit you with one of the hidden haymakers. Oh no! Uh, since you since you compared necromorphs to bugs, uh, do you think necromorphs would taste like raw meat or like rotten meat? Ooh. Or do you, or do you think they would taste like bugs? They, I guess you've unlocked a third option there. Ah, you know, some of them do have like that, like carapace looking stuff. Like they have that hardened kind of shell looking Ooh. thing. So maybe a little bug-like but i don't know i my instinct is to go with rotten yeah they're so slimy and like a lot of them are greenish looking like they are dead people like they are but they're like freshly dead how fast do they rot I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm going to have to read one of the side novels to get this information. <laughs> this, oh, do not. Do no, not no. read. Whatever you do, do not read Dead Space Martyr. No. <laughs> Worst mistake no. of my life. <laughs> what do you think? Okay, so the origins of this question are shameful. Um, because, you tasted one. You tasted one, okay. didn't you? <laughs> I licked a necromorph. Oh. No. Um, uh, and this is a little bit of Dead Space 2, but I just... Who cares? I'll I'll let it fly anyway. You know the the tormentor that that like big necromorph that like stalks Isaac for the first half of the game, and is in cutscenes and screams at him, and then yeah. you shoot the yellow bits. Yes. I kept looking at the yellow bits of him and thinking, what's that taste like? No, it's, it's all gooey. Yeah, it's like the pus sacks. Well, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's the same. So, so I was like, what if it was like peanut butter? What if, no. what if it was like peanut butter? And like so a I glowing figured, radioactive peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, buddy, no. Yeah, so. Uh-uh. I just, I, no. This is how a cannibal tests the waters to see if you're with <laughs> like-minded individuals. Yeah, if they were already dead and turned into a monster... Then could I have a little taste? Yeah, do do dead people turn into peanut butter eventually? <laughs> I don't, well, see, that was kind of the thing. I had to remind myself. I'm like, they're they're dead people. They're dead people. Do not lick them. Don't lick do, them. Do you think that's what Mercer was trying to find out secretly? <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to the necromorph center of a necromorph pop? Ew! Oh no! <laughs> I mean, if you use the force gun, it's like really fast. You get oh, right to I, the center. Oh, no. You do. I know, I know you do, but... It's awesome. In this game with the layering, and you blast all their skin off, like, it that's incredible. Cool. Yeah. See, now you sound like the cannibal, talking about peeling layers off of people. <laughs> yeah, not so. to eat. Not well, to eat you, were, you were like, oh, the layers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more in terms of, like, a Shrek-type situation. <laughs> that yeah, that type of layer. If you shot Shrek with the force gun, yeah. would he shrink a little bit? Like, <laughs> you peel away his layers. <laughs> what is okay, and not for not for eating, but what is your what is your favorite little necromorph guy? Oh, okay. You'll have to tell me the real name of it, because I don't know any of their actual oh, names. I, I feel like I make up their names a lot, but it's I'll the try. snake one. The snake one. I mean, it has arms, but it has like the big snake tail. The like. Oh, I. 
little jumpy guy. Yeah, I think they they might be called leapers. I might be wrong. I'll do a Google thing, and then through the magic of editing, I can... Uh, it is like Leaper. Nice. It is, yeah, Scythe Tip Tails. That's how I know them. we're looking at the correct one. Yes. I, I like them. They're fun. You do? Like, do you mean design-wise or gameplay-wise? I think both. Oh, it's, you're a freak. Well, I'm deleting they, this episode. <laughs> they can move really fast, but, like, I don't know. They're kind of cute. Don't you think they're cute? I don't. I, I think they're evil, evil things that close the distance way too fast. I don't like that they run at you. Like Yeah, when they, they do scuttle at you. When they do the, not the regular, like, crawl, but when they go and almost, like, stand up, like, fully on their two legs and then run like that. Yeah. I despise that. Yeah, they're fast. I don't know. They're kind of (laughs) cute. I like that you keep coming back to, eh, well, a salient point, but the toe beans... (laughs) <laughs> I think their design is cool. Well, speaking of toe beans, they when they're about to jump at you, they kind of like do a little wiggle, like a cat. I never really thought about that. That's how you can tell that they're about to jump, like when you're in zero G and there's one on a wall, like looking right at you. Oh. That's how you can tell it's about to wreck your day because it does its little like little wiggle. That's another thing, the zero G stuff. I always think, surely I have moved enough. To avoid <laughs> no. getting hit by the leaper. No. And and I and I can use this time to aim at him as he flies towards me. <laughs> oh nope. Yeah. Yeah. And then it and then it after hitting me sails off into the distance and scampers away into some spot that I can't see it. Yep, so. disappears. Yeah, they're they're sneaky little guys. I can yep. I can respect it though. They have a very cool design. They force you to change your gameplay style because their anatomy is so different, as is their movement. Yeah, I I, I like, like that. that they're different and that they're cute. Don't forget that part. Yeah, they're adorable. I love them. I definitely <laughs> don't cheer every time Isaac does the um like quick time event thing where he like stomps on their head and throws them no (laughs) it rules okay tell me your favorite the tables have turned he's asking me questions now yes i think my favorite from like a gameplay standpoint would probably be god as much as much as it gives me anxiety i think the hunter just changes the game so much that i have to respect it and enjoy it that's the one that regenerates right yes 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 and i've watched people who didn't understand that like just lose all of their ammo and <laughs> just firing on this thing oh, that just no. refuses to stay down yeah no it's brutal <laughs> it is scary it is and it's just this hulking silhouette because the other the other necromorphs are kind of spindly sometimes where yeah uh, you're like, oh, that's just a person that's been stretched out a little bit too much. But you see the hunter like in the background because it's kind of slower, and you're like, there's the big man on campus. Like yeah. he's gonna he's gonna take his sweet time, but then he's gonna kick your shit in. Yeah, he's slow, but like he has such confidence that it's yeah. terrifying. God, he's goals. goals. Yeah, I I really I like that a lot. He's cool. <laughs> and they gave him a backstory. How did you feel about the hunter backstory in this game? He's like Mercer's son, right? Well, I don't think he's his actual son, but I did call him his son because, like, he's his little baby. <laughs> but he's he's a patient of Nicole, 
and then Dr. Mercer kind of steals her patient for his little wacky experiments. You're gonna you're gonna have to tell me more because due to the aforementioned haha my game reset thing when the battery didn't spawn, I kind of started just head down plowing through the game because uh, unfortunately I think I'm gonna need to play on a better computer before I replay this game. It was pretty rough. Yeah. Um, so I didn't do as much lore exploration. So can you can you tell me a bit more about the backstory of our fun little regenerating guy? Yeah, so his name is... It's either like Brent or Brant Harris. His last name is Harris. And he was a patient of Isaac's girlfriend, Dr. Nicole Brennan. I think because she was helping him like get out of unitology. I think that's like one of her main focuses, which they touch on more in the game which is really cool we haven't even talked yes. about her but she's incredible in this game like she's very good and so um harris was one of her patients and then dr mercer was looking for someone to do his little his little wacky science on and <laughs> i don't remember exactly how he came to this decision but he decided that harris would be a pretty good candidate and so he kind of just like swiped him from Nicole and she was mad about it. And that kind of spurs her to like start investigating what he is doing on the ship, um, which is like her whole side mission. And meanwhile, yeah. Mercer and Harris are hanging out and he's like, Harris, you're my sweet son. I'm going to turn you into a monster and it's going to be really cool. And Harris is like, yeah, yeah, dad, that sounds cool. That'll <laughs> be fine. I'm definitely of sound mind right now for sure. It's interesting. It's sad. I, I like a lot. I could kind of take or leave that little backstory. It's interesting, like, for to see Nicole's perspective. That's what I like about it. But I also really like then when you finally kill the hunter with the ship engines. Yeah. That Isaac has a line where he says, like, it's over now, Harris. He can't hurt you anymore. Which Aww. I thought was, like, really sweet. It I is. really like that. Yeah. You mentioned Nicole having, you know, a story. Yeah, and she does things. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that a good thing in this game? Hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I think they're making it too political. Yeah. Know. Well, we do also have. We didn't even talk about this when we talked about the bathroom, but the all gender bathroom, and now oh, we have the, the girl Western civilization. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. She's really she's really good in this game. Oh, I she's think, so good. Yeah. She has so much more to do. She has a whole. Well, I don't. I don't know how much you got to see of her side mission because of your. Well, I got to see enough to like, it, and they put it in the main game too. I think, um, unless I bumbled into it on accident, where, like, they talk about how she's basically trying to get Isaac's parents out of unitology, and it adds a whole new dynamic to their relationship. Where not only are they like a couple, but she's trying to help his parents out of this horrible manipulative organization and she's doing that on the ship too yeah and so yeah it, like holy shit she's a character yeah it's, <laughs> and they said it couldn't be done <laughs> she's so good and i i also like that they i think they aged up both of them or at least her for sure maybe isaac was always kind of older but i feel like it's it's a lot more believable that she's like the head of like the medical officers and she's like very confident like she clearly has a lot of experience like in her field whereas in the first one well first of all she barely does anything but she just she seemed to me like very very young and kind of unsure whereas in this she's like taking charge like stuff's going down she's like i'm i'm getting to the bottom of this like yeah she's got agency 
and not to knock the masterpieces that are the Dead Space movies, but in the first one, I, have you watched the Dead Space movie? Yeah, I yeah, I have. In that one, we get, oh, come on, uh, you're going to be a brave girl, right? Do you got a, do you got a guy back home or something like that? Like Vincent <laughs> talks to her, yeah. and she's just like pissing and shitting in the corner, like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is all so scary, like. Oh God! Like I'm, I'm so happy that she does stuff in this. Yeah, um, yeah. And I did see people complaining, like, "What the hell? Why isn't Nicole like as smooth as a bowling ball anymore? <laughs> like, oh, wow, why, why no. does she? Why does she look like a person who has experienced things? <laughs> why isn't she PlayStation One polygon graphics? <laughs> like, have you ever met? any medical professional like they're gonna have crow's feet at like 25 that's just how it is <laughs> I, I thought you were just gonna say have you met an adult woman before <laughs> like have you seen a real li- real life person that too they definitely have not for sure yeah. they've only seen 2008 xbox graphic <laughs> women Unrealistic with no character beauty standards. <laughs> yeah. they're so smooth oh god so, oh god, I hate that this leads in so well. Oh, let's say they make Dead Space a dating sim. <laughs> who should be the romance <laughs> options, and who would you pick, Caden? Oh no! Okay, and for anybody, need... and for anybody listening, feel free to chime in with your picks as well. Oh no! Okay, well we definitely have to have the core main cast. Well, do you play as Isaac, or do you play as like yourself, like in all uh, dating sims? Oh shit! I would. I'm tempted to say Isaac, but then that would make things messy. So I guess you're a new member of the crew. Wow. Like you're a yeah. different person on there. Because, yeah, I'd feel bad cheating on Nicole. So Yeah, I would feel sad about that. But you would uh, presumably not feel bad about being a new person here to be a homewrecker and ruin Isaac and Nicole's oh, relationship okay, well, to date well, them. Well, <laughs> they, they kind of like maybe we're on a break after that high tension. Uh, phone call they had um, yeah uh his parents uh died and they had a huge <laughs> fight so this seems like a good time for us to swoop in and yeah, <laughs> make oh, sparks fly when you phrase <laughs> it like that it makes it sound way weird just answer the damn question <laughs> okay hypothetically if... who would you kiss who would you kiss on the shimura okay obviously i would kiss isaac i mean he's great we love isaac he's cool are we doing remake characters? Or are we doing OG? We're characters? doing we're doing remake because there's like actual people that you can see and interact with, and they have lines. <sighs> we didn't even talk about this, but like they did my boy Doctor Kine, dirty. So like when the dating sim comes out, I'm gonna make a custom mod that puts in OG Doctor Kine with his creepy little scheming voice because I <laughs> think that's great. <laughs> I would date he does. that. He does have a fun <laughs> creepy voice. Yeah. Uh, we have to have Hammond, we have to have Kendra, I guess we can put in Chen for all the Chen lovers, Let's <laughs> they go. can take Chen, and Johnston, she can be there, sure, oh, why not? she got done dirtiest of all. I was really excited for her because, you know, Chen dies right away, and I was like, oh, but she's on the ship. Yeah. Maybe she's safe, and then she fucking exploded. Oh, she so, explodes. Yeah. Regrettable. It's very sad. And the subtitle, like, it leaves no room for ambiguity, because <laughs> when she dies, it literally says, death scream at the bottom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was so sad. But we'll put her in the dating sim. 
and yeah. we'll do her justice. We're kind of scraping sure. the bottom of the barrel for <laughs> candidates here. So I know you want Dr. Mercer to be in there, of course. Oh, absolutely. Someone, someone was writing Isaac Mercer fan fiction in my chat when I oh. first got to that scene. Okay, I'm going to have to go look up the VOD because for, for science, for science, evil science. Dr. Kine will put in there. Um, I guess if you date him, you also kind of have to date Amelia Ghost. She's around. Oh, wow. We're getting real nebulous <laughs> with this. <laughs> Here's the big question, which, you know, might be a little uncomfortable, but do we... Are necromorphs dateable or oh, not? I, I knew you were going to say... I'm going to say no, because <laughs> it's necrophilia. Oh, literally. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. I just realized you could be... The character in this dating sim could be one of the VAT people. Like, they accidentally oh. release one of them. Oh. You can perfectly customize yourself. There you go. This is actually genius. Wait, hold up. Oh, my this, God. This is a really smart. Yeah, cut, cut the episode. We need to <laughs> okay. copyright this. Uh, EA is listening right now, and they oh. see the money coming in. What the hell? I hear a helicopter outside my house. <laughs> oh, no. Dude just swings through my window. I would play the hell out of a Dead Space dating sim. So, so you'd sure. pick you'd pick Isaac though, right? Yeah, I mean he's he's just the best. He's he's got the best character. He's got the most going on. He's got the best performance. Like he's so solid. He's great. I'd pick he's, Kendra. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation there. Yeah, she's well. Okay, so kind of the same reason why I like Mercer, but she's like. She has a few moments in this game where she seems like she's the smartest person in the room. Yes. Like, when Isaac's hallucinating about Nicole, she, like, plays along, but, like, you can tell she's, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah. And then in the beginning of the game, she gives Isaac, like, a shit-eating grin when Isaac's like, yeah, I got my my girlfriends on that ship. And then she's like, <laughs> Oh, you're gonna make a whoopee and then like <laughs> and then like gives him a side eye and this shit-eating grin and yeah. i'm like oh kendra you little you little snake you i wish i wish we could be friends instead of you getting squished yeah would you in this dating sim try to redeem her or would you join her on her evil schemes oh man I, is unitology even evil? Okay, okay. When let, let me let me lay the groundwork here <laughs> because because the religion that makes people kill themselves and reanimate into monsters might sound evil on the surface, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's the one religion in this universe, presumably that is like real. Like yeah. it's the one that's delivering on its promise. Like yes, you will come back from the dead. The marker is a source of infinite energy. There you go. It's a it's a cosmic force that has guided human evolution. And so when you have characters like Kendra, and then later on in Dead Space 2, like the EarthGov is trying to figure out like what the fuck are these things? How do we use them? I think it's understandable to try to tap into unlimited energy and also a thing that can reanimate people. Kendra's still kind of mean though so maybe i can convince her to be be nicer with her evil plan maybe yeah i think you could probably you, you could probably come to a compromise i could see that she seems like a reasonable person most of the time i don't know how much they're paying her at earth gov is it confirmed she's working comes. for for earth gov 
I'm pretty sure she says it outright right after she shoots Kine. <laughs> I think. She lays her cards on the table. I like that we're talking about a, like, how moral is this character? And then we're framing it after, like, yeah, after she shoots Kine, who only wanted to help, after she's abandoning you on a ship full of space zombies. Last night I watched somebody play through the end of this game. She riddles Elizabeth with bullets. Oh, is, she does. Oh, she, and well... Well, she knows how to get the job done, so... She does, know, and I like would that date her, lady. and... Yeah, <laughs> she's decisive. She would She would definitely go up to the McDonald's person and let them know that I ordered large fries, not medium. Oh, as yeah. I, as I hide behind her, so... Yeah, you would get those pickles on your sandwich, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we, we've talked a lot about, like, favorite characters and stuff, but what's your favorite, like, part of the game? like itself like either chapter or like just even a specific room oh i really loved this is remake specific because they changed it but i love when you go out to fix the auto turrets for the asteroids and you go fly around in space really and then when you're done like there's a bunch of turrets you have to go like all the way to the end of this big long whatever you want to call it outside hallway (laughs) And you turn them all back on, and then it's like, okay, now, you know, job's done, go back to the ship. And you turn around, and then you are confronted with, like, seeing the whole, like, spire and the bridge of the ship, like, from the outside. Like, but close up, and, like, I don't know, that moment was very intense for me, where I was like, whoa. Wow, I don't even know if I registered that. (laughs) <laughs> through. That's well it's cool that like different people see different things when they're playing this game. So Yeah. I don't know, it it really hit me. Nice. It was cool and just to see like it from the outside, but not like you see it from the beginning, you know, in the beginning of the game where it's like far away but like up close and just how imposing it is and the design of the ship is kind of I don't know, kind of scary. Like I don't know why they designed it like that, but it looks like kinda of <laughs> creepy. It's like they knew there was going to be a bunch of monsters on this ship one day. <laughs> hmm, what if we made it look like a rib cage is floating in space? Hmm, <laughs> what could go wrong? I don't know, I'd love that moment. Okay, what's your favorite part? Honestly, I think it's the, the baby room because... Oh, well, we'll see. Where we are right now. Yeah, I like areas in this game and in, in other games like uh, like Bioshock where you're left to wonder, how did this work before things went to shit? I like to imagine people in lab coats walking around, having, having people growing in these tanks being a completely mundane, normal, everyday thing. Yeah, and presumably you, you chop them up like if you work here. You yeah. grow these people, and then someone comes in and says, I need an arm, and you just start hacking? I, I wonder, how is this technology being used on Earth or in everyday stuff? Like, do we have clone soldiers? Were there ethics debates on, like, should we even do this? Can you raise, like, actual children grown out of these vets? And so it just lets my mind wander. On top of it being incredibly creepy... Oh, yes. It has so so many implications for, like, world building that you can just think about it for so long. And, God, the, the atmosphere in this room just rules. So it's a fun little stop in here where you can just get a breather after you're done getting jumped by, by zombie babies and <laughs> think about, whoa, 
even before the marker showed up here, we were kind of doing some weird stuff. Yeah, it is very interesting. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of stuff in this game that you can really dig into. Like, just on a surface level, you play through the game, like, you survive, like, you're shooting monsters. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really read as super deep, I think, when you just play it front to back. But you're right that there's, like, a ton you can dig into and really think about about the world, which is awesome. We briefly touched on the religion thing with unitology, which even that in and of itself, you have the the aspect of it's kind of right. <laughs> like they're they're kind of yeah. correct. <laughs> yeah, it's, you keep saying that and I feel like I should be concerned. Like Well Well, I don't mean it from like a moral standpoint like, ah yes, please get into your pod and die. So <laughs> you can be reborn, but like it's the only religion that's grounded in like reality True. where where the marker literally guided human evolution and this that, and the other thing but then there's also the like it's a thinly veiled scientology analogy right it's interesting yeah and the way it's used to like manipulate especially the lower classes is very interesting much like real religion in real life or whatever Whoa. get on my high horse yeah, we're getting political here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And then to, to, to even get politicaler, uh, you have the whole commentary on planet cracking. Like, you get that pamphlet that's like, yeah. mm, some <laughs> fucking nerds think that planet cracking isn't awesome. Well, they're wrong, and we have tons of money yeah. because of it, so get bent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that rules. We're, we're in coal country on the Ishimura. <laughs> I love that pamphlet. They're like, we've only had, like, you know, 11,000 deaths. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, Accidents we locked it happen. down after that, you know. <laughs> we got it worked out. It's fine. And the, the scale at which this stuff is happening, like, I think the first, the first time... Ages 7 had, like, goofy marker stuff. Wasn't it, like, 200 years ago? Like, it got buried there? Yeah. Humanity's been dicking around in the in the dead space for so long and, <laughs> and doing all this shit. So, I don't know. I, I think it's a really cool setting, and I hope that the remake kind of rekindles interest in it, and maybe we get, like, some original content that isn't just remakes although i won't hold my breath i guess but i'd like to explore yeah. it more i would too but i would be nervous because even though there is so much potential for the world every time they've like tried to expand it in a way other than like the games it's been just disastrous like the movies oh no the books oh no like it's rough yeah Clearly, they need to hire us. Uh, we get it. And yeah. uh, we will make a movie and write a book. And Dating then it'll Sam. be good. <laughs> yeah, the <Dating laughs> yeah. I think we've actually just been blacklisted from ever working for Motive or EA. <laughs> yeah. Regrettable. Sorry. Perhaps the most important question I'll ask you tonight. No oxygen or no lights? Oh, this is an easy question. Really? Yeah, it's no lights. Yes, okay, good. So uh -huh. it is an easy question, and we agree. Perfect. It, the game is already so dark in so many areas, and your gun has, or your tool, your tool or your gun, has a flashlight anyway. So I feel like it's really not that big of a trade-off, and you're not on a time limit like you are when you turn off the oxygen. Oxygen haters, 
Get real. <laughs> Oxygen yeah. haters. Turn, turn off the episode now, an hour and 15 minutes in. Turn it off. We didn't, we're done with you. Yeah, out. But I, I did see people that were like, well, with the lights on, I can just see everything and I can go through really fast. Yeah, if you're some kind of gamer. Yeah, holy shit. I'm not just a me. little engineer guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a soldier. <laughs> no way. No, oxygen, it stresses me out. It's like having the sonic drowning music playing in the background. Oh, yes. It is. As soon as Isaac starts gasping, I like, I'm like, what do I do? Uh, 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 and you just go into panic. So is his air thinning during that? Because the way I would imagine it, you run out of air and then Isaac would, and this is a really goofy mental image, but he'd like puff his cheeks and like take one big gasp and then hold his breath. So you should <laughs> oh. be able to be alive for like at least a few more seconds. Right, uh, after but he's gasping like it's, like it's thinning. Yeah, so that must be it. Right, it must be. Well, we've just added a little piece of extra world building onto this tech. <laughs> We this figured whole, out the oxygen. Is holding your breath world building? <laughs> I guess so. We're so desperate for more content here. Please, please, God. <laughs> turn Dead Space 3 into an MMO. Anything, oh, please. No. Oh, no! Oh, God. When, would you agree to future Dead Space episodes for this? Oh, I would. I would agree. Oh, the Dead Space episode's going to go crazy. Dead Space 3, I... I have so many things to say in a very sad and angry voice. Now that the remake thing is underway, though, I'm I'm delusional with hope. I'm, dr- <laughs> I'm drunk on hope and aspirations. I also am hallucinating my loved ones gather around playing Dead Space 3 remake with me, and it's good. <laughs> uh, the Marker's influences. <laughs> it's uh, happening. All right, all right, so... <clears throat> <laughs> very, very serious questions now. Uh, why Caden Cactus, specifically? Ooh, okay, the deep lore. I know you yeah. hate when people call their life lore. But no, I have... no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling may... you out. I've seen Le... your Twitter. Oh, my God. I... I'll restrain myself, but your backstory. Yeah, go on. Tell me about your backstory in history, Caden. Oh, wow. Thank you. Okay, so I when I... Decided I wanted to stream on Twitch and I needed like a username. I wanted to have my actual name because I th- I feel like that's just easier. Sorry, no no shade, no hate. Oh no, my my real name is embedded in my my name as well. Yeah, it's it's close. It's very close. So I wanted that. I wanted alliteration because Ooh. that's cool. And also I I own a lot of cacti. Do you have a favorite? I do. His name is Johnny Cactus. <laughs> he's incredible i got him like six years ago from my grandma for like christmas and he he's like three times his height that he used to be and he grew nice. like little <laughs> is this appropriate he grew like two little babies at the base of him. Oh, okay so, I, like... can, I can picture it <laughs> <laughs> There's no he need to go looks, further. <laughs> he looks so funny, and I, I just treasure him. He's very fun. He's the light of my life. He's my chat bot in my stream. It's named after him. That rules. He's special to me. I had this delusional idea in the beginning when I first was thinking about streaming that my niche would be like 
plant related content like i i think i remember that a little bit yeah i was like no one's doing this no one's doing plant related content and the reason is because like (laughs) it's not a good idea (laughs) it's bad it's not good how is it not good okay first i like i started strong i was like i'm playing plants versus zombies like perfect obviously the plant based game of all time and it was great i had a good time then after that i'm like okay i guess now i'll play farming sims like what else do i do and then i played like resident evil i'm like because the plants are healing they're healing items are plants so like really really stretching this concept like it got rough like i wanted to play some games i'm like there's no way i can like finagle this into being a plant thing so i guess i just have to bite the bullet but dead space does have pumpkins and tomatoes so it counts technically Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think any game that has plant life, I think that falls under your brand. So, nice. Got a little bit of backstory there. (laughs) I love the history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where did the love for Lightning McQueen come from? And for oh. for the for the folks at home that aren't familiar with Caden Cactus, he has a you have like a poster of him or like a picture of him in your room, don't you? I do, and actually that was gifted to me by friend of the show, Stell. <laughs> Excellent. It's on my wall. Um, he's very beautiful. I have that. I have a lot. I have way too many Lightning McQueen figures sitting on the shelf. They're very cute. You have to collect. You have to collect all the skins. I mean, there's all the different like paint jobs. There's one where he has like mud on his face. Like it's great. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta, you gotta get them all. This is weirder to me than the than the Isaac. I'm I'm like you, Isaac, (laughs) and you're breathing. I love your breathing, Isaac. (laughs) Oh no! No, 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 not not actually. But I, I am still curious. Like, where did that come from? So it's like half bit and half real, much like oh, I am half Isaac happens. and half me. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, as a child, this is more of my history here for you. Uh, not lore, uh, different. No, not lore. This is real, real life history, not fake, not fictional. I grew up watching so much NASCAR, like so much NASCAR. We're really? a NASCAR family, like yeehaw, like vroom vroom, boogity boogity. It's going Bobby Labonte. <laughs> Okay, yeah. he doesn't race anymore, but yes, he's a classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to get up to speed with this. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, and so then when Cars, the first one, 2006, was coming out and there was trailers for it, my dad was like, yo, racing <laughs> movie? Let's go. So we all went to the theater. I have four siblings. We all went to the theater with my dad to see Cars 1 from 2006 and I loved it. I adored it. My dad was actually disappointed because there wasn't enough racing. Oh, because it's a children's movie? <laughs> it's really only, like, at the beginning, at the end that they race. And oh. the beginning, like, you know, he bumbles around in Radio Springs. And if you're me, he falls in love with Mater. But, like, that's my headcanon or whatever. We don't have to get into that. I, th- I thought the movie was so good. Like, I felt human emotion watching it, even though it's about cars and it's stupid but like it's also about a small town like it's really sweet and and he has a redemption heart because he's a jerk and then he becomes nice you know which i love and so uh we adored the movie and so then of course we had to get the video game for playstation 2 
and let me tell you that video game is so good like unironically that game is amazing it's like open world you drive around you can smash into people and they'll be like hey that's rude and it's very funny and you can do the races if you're my dad you can do the races like the game is awesome and there's so many iconic lines from the game and from the movie that my siblings and i just started incorporating into like our everyday speech because we're all insane and so to this day when we are together we will just quote like cars lines to each other like if they're even just barely applicable to the situation like we'll be quoting some cars so then when i started streaming that just kind of like bled out like i couldn't help it like i just i had to say the cars lines <laughs> i just had to say them I like to i get I, this I, out of me <laughs> It's just a part of my, like, psyche, I guess, now. And then afterwards, I'd have to explain, like, you know, that's a reference to the masterpiece that is Cars 2006. Like, you know, we love Lightning McQueen. And so it it was, like, a bit, but it was also, like, real. (laughs) And from there, it just kind of snowballed and became, like, a part of my brand. Or I just, like, really leaned into the secret side of me that always really loved Lightning McQueen. (laughs) So now here I am. He's on the wall. He's on the shelf. He's everywhere. He's in my heart. He's in fan fiction that I may or may not have read. Well, thank you for for bearing your heart there. That was <laughs> that was, that was such a long backstory. No, that. that's that's fine though. That's that's interesting. You know, put something out there for the for the Caden Cactus fans. Hey, if you ever start a side podcast about movies and we want to do the Cars trilogy, like well, I, was, I have things to say. I was thinking that um, some of these episodes can be like in a video game related to a movie, but then the focus is on the movie. So oh, yeah. I, would, I would be open to that. The Cars video game. Yeah, I, I, it's I, so I good. boot up the Cars video game and then I talk to you about... No, it's going to be you talking about Cars. I'll just... <laughs> I'll acknowledge reality. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but the problem with this idea is that your whole shtick for this podcast is that we go into the game and we don't play, but the Cars video game is so good that you will not be able to stop yourself (laughs) from playing. (laughs) You just won't be able to. I'll have Emma playing it while I record. Yes. Dude, it's it's so good. You can there's a tractor tipping minigame. Like what more can you ask for? (laughs) You are a fanatic. You are a <laughs> so fanatic. Good. I have so many hours in that game, dude. Oh my god. So I I have one last thing I, I want to ask you. And it, it's a bit of a non-sequitur, but I guess it connects a little bit to the Lightning McQueen stuff. Because <laughs> I, I think that's part of like your, your brand and your, your community a little bit. You do a bunch of like fun stuff with your with your little gang, with your community, and I wanted to know like what what has been your favorite thing to do on Twitch or or with your with your online peeps, your friends. Yeah. With my little my little gamers, my yeah. little pog champs as they oh, say. No, no. Oh no. <laughs> so recently we've been playing Tomodachi Life for the Nintendo DS. If you don't know what that is, it's basically, it's kind of like The Sims, but with Miis. And you have way less control. You kind of just observe, and you have like a couple mini games you play, but you kind of just like watch them have drama on this island. And it just, it's so good, it rules. So we all get together, we play this game, we have like a split between like fictional characters we put in there, and then like 
our IRL selves we also put in there. So like for a while, Stell was dating Naked Snake from Metal Gear and it was like a big <laughs> drama because then she like dumped him for someone else and oh he was like heartbroken and went like a trip to Europe to like do some soul searching. Like the drama is off the charts. It rules. We love that game. Does it say something about you that you like to take your friends and put them in a little game and watch them? Watch them get into little <laughs> little fights and tips and things. And I that absolutely says nothing. Nothing about me. Very normal, very sane behavior. <laughs> oh, that's great. And Nintendo, I know you are listening. Please, please, Tomodachi Life Two for the Switch with the me customization from Metopia. I am begging for this. <laughs> I'm I'm praying that. It. I'm praying that Nintendo is not listening because that probably means I'm about to get like copyright drone striked. Like, no, I'm, I'm going to die. Uh Oh, OK, it's fine. I've I've sent them letters, so they don't yeah. have to listen. To I'm, this. I'm trying to avoid any video game companies noticing me right now. That's why you say we don't play. We don't play the game. Don't worry. We're not touching your IP at all. Don't worry. Yeah. Is there any place that uh, the folks at home can find you online or anything you want to shout out before we wrap this up? Sure. Yeah, just on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Caden Cactus. We play Tomodachi Life. We're about (laughs) to start playing Control, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I've never played that, but I loved Alan Wake, so hype for Control. Looking forward to it. Come hang out. Uh, It's fun. Yeah. All right. The final question. Do you know what it is? No, I'm scared. Can you uh, can you say NPC later? You, you can say oh, it I any. About you this. can say you can say it any way you want, but you have to say it. Okay, I repress this from my memory from listening to the other <laughs> This is the price you pay. This is the toll. Okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> NPC later. That might have to be the official outro. I think I might just sample that and put that into every episode. Oh, you're going to have to pay me royalties. Uh, Cut that in (laughs) the episode. (laughs) I'm stopping recording now.